Hey, 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 top of the morning to you and welcome to the Auspicious Wellness Optimal Wellness Podcast. Come on in and have a virtual seat at the table. It's time for our Monday morning drive time show, broadcasting live and in studio. We don't do ordinary, but we endeavor to bring you an extraordinary experience. And you know what it is, the Auspicious Wellness Experience. My name is Deborah Smith-Torrance. I am your host today, as usual. I'm a life and health coach, a manufacturer in cannabinoid molecules, for short CBD and IT developer. We are broadcasting live in studio on the following platforms, the Apple Podcast platform, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Alexa, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Deezer, Listen Note, Podbean, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Castro, Castbox, Podbean, Spreaker, Player FM, and FFMPG. Wherever you are in the world, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. It is time to dig in, dive in, drill down, take it all apart, and put it all back together like a fine-tuned engine where it all makes sense, and most of all, the most important thing is to be true to you. You know where it's at. You know where we need you at. You know where we're at. We're at the virtual roundtable, and guess what? Come on in and take a seat. (laughs) The invitation has been extended. Our episode today is centered around crucial life skills for self-love and graduating to falling in love with the right one. And understanding if this is the right one and the motivation to keep you successful. This is the last part of our three-part series, and so we're going to dive into it now. Okay, so self-love is becoming mindful and intentionally practicing for one's own well-being and happiness in a constructive way rather than narcissistic behaviors. And that's the last thing that you want to become is a narcissist. So let's really get into what self-love is all about instead of you just feeling like, okay, uh, it's about self-love. I'm going to practice as much self-love as I can so I can fall in love. (laughs) It's not like that. Okay, so let's talk about self-love and what it really is all about. And so self-love defined as love of self or regard for one's own happiness or advantage has been both conceptualized as a basic human necessity to truly achieve happiness and balancing your life. On the other hand, if we as human beings enter enter into the realm of being a narcissist with the tendency for narcissistic behaviors, then we move to a dangerous character and moral flaws within yourself, which can be looked at as vanity in yourself or selflessness. It's a fine line between not enough and too much. So check your behaviors at the door. Don't become so involved in yourself that you can't recognize what you need inside of yourself to become whole without demoralizing other people with negative behaviors, such as the French would say, prop a more prop. You do not want to be conceited, egotistic. You don't want to have these behaviors because they lead to you become becoming a narcissist. And that's the last thing you want. So let's dig into the positive side of self-love. Let's talk about mindset of positive 
deliberate mindfulness of self-love. That's what we want. We want you to really become deliberate in your approach of how you treat yourself, how you love yourself, how you interact with others, how you come across to others, how others perceive you. But everyone's opinion is not going to be the defining, definitive person that you are. No one can define you as a person better than yourself if you understand self-love, if you understand it. In other words, loving yourself is the right way leading to falling in love, which is part of our topic today. Regarding yourself, self-love is important to living well. It influences who you pick for a mate, the image you project at work, and how you cope with problems in your life. Because look at it like this. If you love yourself, you'll understand what truly giving to others are, what it's all about. And you you won't give of yourself in a selfish way, in a demeaning way, in a demoralizing way. You will be able to work with people in a way where you elevate them. And and that falls back on who you are as a person. It's it's important to your welfare that what you want in life and knowing how to bring it to life, what you want and bringing it to the table is all about the realm of self-love. It's all about the art of self-love leading into learning to love other people and treat other people as you want to be treated. That's part of it. It's part of becoming whole. It's part of becoming the person that you were designed to be. What is self-love? So let's go deeper into it. What is it? It's not just, it's not just a, you know, saying I'm going shopping for a new, new wardrobe. It's not just talking about it. It's not just saying I need a new hairdo. It is not any of those things. It's not just a beauty makeover. It's not just reading a magazine. It's not just turning on the TV and getting into topics about self and motivation and self-improvement. It's more to it than that. Those are steps, necessary steps that you take along the way when you understand what the core value is. The things I've said before, those are not the only mechanisms. There are core values of self-love. These are activities of self-love, but not the purpose of full action steps to get you to the process. And this is what we're going to be talking about today. Actionable, purposeful steps for self-love, which lead to understanding how to love. You must love yourself before you can experience truly anything to, to begin in a long-lasting, meaningful relationship. Before you can get what you want, you've got to work on self You've got to understand yourself and you've got to say to yourself, am I a person, the way that I deal with people and the way that I treat people, is that the way that I want people to deal with me and treat me? That is one of the most important things that you should ask yourself today, right now. Do you treat people the way you want to be treated? And if you tell yourself no, then you've got some work to do. If you tell yourself, the way I treated this person yesterday, I would never want anyone to treat me like that. That is one of the most defining things that you can do to, find, to ask yourself, am I really in need of self-love and working on myself? Do I really know how to work with people in a way that leaves them empowered and leading to me feeling empowered because I'm helping other people? Or are you destroying other people? at anyone that's in your path because you want what you want and and you're relentless about getting it. There's a difference. 
High-performance women are willing to put in the work at home and at work. We want to have it all, but at what cost? So let's go over some meaningful tips about self-love, okay? One is self-love. Number two is understanding the driving forces behind your motivation for success and keeping it always as a driving force in your purpose. Number three, understanding you have actually fallen in love in the best way. And we're going to talk about how do you know you're in love later in the segment. So let's, let's get into some serious factors on the serious side to keep you successful or help you become successful and then self-love. And that's, it's going to be three parts to this, the motivation, the self-love, and the falling in love. And that's when we become, we have our balance and we become full-rounded in what we need in the evolution of who we are as people. Okay, so let's talk about motivation first, because most powerful women, they have some motivational factors that keep them motivated. But let's talk about some positive factors in motivation and building and building what your success looks like and feels like for you. Okay, so one of the key factors that I say, I ask people, are you knocking on doors? And they say, what do you mean by knocking on on doors? It means cultivating the necessary relationships and nurturing them and building the necessary relationships for success. Are you doing this? Are you building your network? Or do you realize you can't do it alone? It can't be a one-man ship. You You can't drive the ship, navigate the ship, and do everything all by yourself. You need a team. Do you realize this? That's number one. That's part of self-love because if you don't realize to be successful that you need a team and you need to cultivate the necessary relationships, you're going to burn out. You're going to feel stressed out. You're going to feel like, oh, my God, I never, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. So there are some positive ways to get into what you want to do, how you want to do it, and defining your motivational factors first. Your journey is a, I had to really, really, really think about this. I mean, I really thought about it till (laughs) it was like four o'clock in the morning and I just got up and I started typing this and it started pouring out of me and I had to just put it on paper and I said, I've got to share this with our listeners. I've got to share this with people on the podcast because it was very important to me. And I just felt at that moment and at that time that this is something that was so true because of the time it was coming, where it was coming from. And, you know, I'm telling you, sometimes when you feel like God is talking to you, you need to be listening. (laughs) You do. You need to listen. And he talks to me super early in the morning and wakes me up. And whatever he wakes me up with, that's the the path that I take. So this is what I want to share with you that I got out of this morning. Your journey is a roadway which gets wider and wider with a driving force which comes from within. The journey to seek knowledge and create the skill set for success. When you're on the journey, the roadway opens up from a one-lane highway to a two-lane roadway. The next thing you know, you're on a highway, a freeway, which goes in both directions, and there's multiple lanes in both directions. And you look around and you have a new city emerging, something that was never there before, something that's being built out of the the dust. The city is your network. 
in the roadways are the roads of success, which are always being built in your businesses now are infrastructure. And it takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. Bridges are made to be built and they're made for people to come together. You have got to want to be successful as much as the air you need to breathe. As a motivational speaker, I heard named Eric Thomas. And his nickname was E.T. Thank you, E.T. Because when I listen, when I listen to that session from you coaching from the stage, it was a it was a, a moment, a defining moment for me. Okay? And you've got, and I never, ever forget what he was saying, and I took it to heart, okay? If you want to be successful, it's got to be as much as the air you need to breathe. If you want to be successful, you have to be able to survive and understand how to thrive in your success. You've got to understand what it's going to to take. And then my takeaway for that. Was, is that you've got to want it just as much as you need blood in your veins to pump your heart, to keep the blood flowing, to keep the motivation flowing. You should be flowing with enforced actionable steps leading to your success. And this should be something that should be practiced daily, but done in moderation where you have time to continue to show yourself love, to take the time that you need to become whole to, and it should be balanced out. It shouldn't be where you can't, you, the only thing that you do is work in building. And it may feel like that, but sometimes you have to step away and take some you time so that you can breathe. Sometimes you have to step away so just so that you can bring in new thought processes. Because I'm telling you, sometimes when you go to sleep and wake up on something and you're getting some rest, you have a new perspective. And you have to remember, you will always, always be the driving force behind your motivation. I can share with you my motivation, what, what my driving force is. And, it's, and it's, it's something that I hold valuable and I hold close to my vest on a daily basis. And it was going to bed hungry as a child and waking up hungry as a child. My motivation for me many years ago started when I looked at my small children and I said to them, they'll never go through what I had to go through as a child because we lived in poverty. We didn't have much. We lost our father at a very young age and he was the breadwinner in our family. And so my family had to learn to, my mother had to learn to rebuild. She had to learn to become the head of the household where she was a housewife. And, and so we had to grow up in poverty and in my lineage, and, and I wanted to change this in my lineage, and I wanted to be the driving force in my journey, and I wanted to create a legacy of removing poverty from my bloodline. That is my motivational factor. Growing up without the necessities every child should have because our father died. But that's another story because I, I'm not a victim. I'm a survivor. And that's what you are, too. You are not a victim. You are a survivor. There's a big difference because a survivor is either sink or swim. And when you get to that point, you learn to swim. You, you learn to create balance in your life. And it's about learning to swim, learning to tread water, learning to stay afloat, 
learning to do the things that you have to do to become whole in your success process. And that's not forgetting. And the biggest part of that is not forgetting about you. You're building this brick by brick, but in the process, you're going to continue to nurture who you are as a human being. You are not a robot. You are not a machine. You are a human being, and you will continue to act as such. And that's what you have to tell yourself. Step by step, relationships are built like a brick and mortar building, brick by brick, person by person, relationship by relationship, whether that relationship is personal or whether it's business, you need all of that. You can't just say, okay, my only relationship is working relationships. I don't want any other kind of people in my life. Then you're going to have a problem because you're going to burn out. And when you need people to talk to, you're not going to have that group. You, everything, it cannot be about business. Now it's time to move to self-love and successful women or men. Okay, so let's, let's start with our tips. First, number one, you got to love your me time. Remove work and figure out what makes you happy and what does not. And focus on what does not and focus on removing the things that don't make you happy from your life. Focus on how to remove them in the best way. Number two, remember you have a life with your mate and a life without your mate. The idea is how to create balance. It will keep the relationship fresh for years to come. These are for people that are in relationships, not for people that... It's not, it's not just for people that are not in relationships. It's for people today. It's for people in relationships too. Because you can always, always rebuild a relationship if the two people in the relationship want to get in and do the work. Okay? Number three, the green-eyed devil has to stay away. Jealousy will ruin it every single time. The green-eyed, when I say the green-eyed jealous. The, the green-eyed devil, that means accusing people. That means uh, tearing people down just so that you can stay secure and feel secure. And you'll do, if you do it at home, you'll do it at work. You'll become jealous of other people's success at work. You'll become jealous of other people's success in business. And you'll start to destroy them. And that's, that's the road to self-sabotage. Because in the end, it's gonna, the, all roads are going to lead back to you. If you do wrong, wrong will follow you. I don't care what, who you are and what, you, what you're doing in life. It may take 25, 30 years for it to catch up to you. If you do, is there's people that have created, that have committed crimes. 25 years later, they were caught. They were caught because they didn't have the technology yesterday that they have today. So remember, if you, if you do wrong, wrong will follow you. So if you're the green, if the green eyed devil is controlling you, you need to check that. You need to figure out how to get that out of you in the fastest way possible, because that will end you. That will lead. That will ruin you. That will ruin any relationship you have, business, personal. It will. Trust me. Number four, toxic relationships. And now this is a big one. <laughs> I really had to think about it. Toxic people tend to target powerful people. Toxic people, they are dream stealers. When you stop dreaming, you stop doing. And that's something that you should really take this part to heart because success is a never ending story. And it was never, ever, never meant to feel comfortable. Toxic people feast on people until you have nothing left to give, until you are empty emotionally or financially. Always remember that. You have people that just set out to target 
successful people. It's okay to want to be in a relationship with someone that's successful, but it should be naturally. You shouldn't wake up and say, I'm going to marry a basketball player. I'm going to marry a football player. I'm going to, I'm going to marry somebody on wall street or pick up a magazine and start stalking someone and say, this person right here, I'm going to marry because why you're after their money. You're after their standing in the community. You're not after just really loving, loving that person. And that's what successful people have to remember. You have to get out of this or, do, or don't even get in it. If you're in something like this, or even if you're not, don't even let yourself be pulled into that arena. Don't. You want to have a person in life that's fulfilling to you on all levels. If you're left feeling un- uncomfortable every time you see a person and you're attracted to them physically, continue to ex- explore your inner feelings and ask yourself why. And go with your gut feeling. But don't punish people because you've had a bad relationship and, you're, and you've got baggage. And next thing you know, your baggage gets heavier and heavier until you can't even pick the bag up anymore in the suitcase because you never emptied it. You never got rid of the old baggage. Drop the emotional baggage. Seek help. If the problem is bigger than you, there's nothing wrong with needing and seeking professional help. But keep toxic people away from you and maybe you won't have to deal with the baggage. Just think about that. If a person comes to you and you don't feel comfortable and that person, every time you're forcing yourself to go on a date and you have this funny feeling every time, that person is not for you and you got to move away. You got to. And, And another thing about that, many successful people are blinded by sex. You cannot save the world, but you are definitely in control of your life. Stop dragging in wounded birds and trying to fix someone who doesn't want to come full circle and meet you halfway. You shouldn't be in the bed with people just for sex. I mean, we're all human beings. Sometimes you may be attracted to someone, but if you're making a habit of jumping in and jumping out of bed with people for sex with no real true meaning, you're going to burn out. You're not, you're not going to really have the fulfillment that a human being was meant to have. In life, you're not going to have that. What you're going to do is have empty encounters. And next thing you know, people are getting in your bed, getting out your bed. You don't even remember half the people's names because you have no real value. You have no real, it's fun at first. And then it gets to be demeaning to you as a human being. So too much of anything is not good. And that's why you have to have balance. And so you can't run and just give yourself to people and have no real value and expect to be successful. It doesn't work like that because you're going to have you're going to be lacking somewhere. And it may be in your professional life that you're trying so hard to build and that's not what you want. You have to compromise if you it, another thing too, number 6, if you have to compromise and sacrifice your belief system to be with someone, you need to take a closer look at yourself and ask yourself why. It's okay to date casually until you find the right one. Let's get real. You better get a collection or something to pleasure yourself instead of just giving yourself away. You had better find some kind of way to release this energy in a positive way rather than destroying yourself as a person. And then you begin to plant seeds of doubt in your ecosystem as a human being. And that's the last thing that you need to be doing because then after that comes self-loathing. And then after self-loathing comes destruction. So... Instead of you playing with it and fooling with it, don't even deal with it. Don't even let that, don't even let that come into your life. 
That shouldn't even be anything that you value in your ecosystem as a human being. You've got to break the habit of self-sabotaging relationships. So don't do that. Stop self-sabotaging yourself and get into a deeper meaning of loving yourself. It's not always have to be wrapped up in sex with someone and you're not, it's not even meaningful. And what would even happen if when you met the right person and you had all these empty encounters and then you ended up with a disease you couldn't get rid of? Then what would you do? And then you met the most beautiful person in the world and it was the person for you. That person made it, made it all make sense. But then you've destroyed yourself. So before you get to this, don't even play with it. Don't. Next thing, credit score is important. You want the person you're looking for to have it all. When you have nothing to bring to the table, you want them to have an 800 credit score and you have a 500. If you want to build together, bring something to the table. Oh, yes. You definitely need to be bringing something to the table, but you don't need to be the only one, okay? And you don't need to, some people go through problems. Some things happen. This is, look at, we're living in a pandemic, so things happen. So don't judge too harshly, but look at people's, if if a person tells you, okay, I went through this and so this is not the best for me, we can be understanding about that. But then look around at their life, and if everything is out of order and in disarray, then that's the way that person is. They're just out of order, and they haven't found a way to bring everything back into order. But there's another side to it. You can always help a person through as long as you're not giving too much of yourself. They'll say, have you heard the saying that behind every Good woman, there's a good man. And behind every good man, there's a good woman. Okay? But make sure your good woman or good person is someone that's willing to build with you and won't leave it all up to you where you're the only one carrying the weight. That's that's the key. Make sure that the person that you choose for your life to build with is not making it as if you're the one carrying all the weight. Can I get an amen on that one <laughs> for real? Yes. So now that we got the applause on that one out the way, let's go to our, our next one. And so one of the things that we want you to do is to work on your credit scores. And that's really important. That credit score is so important. So one of the things that you can do to become actionable is to use apps. And maybe you don't have the money. Like we said, this is a pandemic. So we got a lot of restructuring to do. We we got to figure out what the new normal is. So one thing that you can do is you can go to Credit Karma. And you can get your free credit report. And look at your report. And start working on it. And look at what you want to accomplish for the future. With a solid credit profile. By building one. You can always build. But you have to wake up and decide that you want to. And, and you have to make sure that this is, is necessary, that you recognize that this is a necessary a step for you to be successful. Because what happens when you're trying to uh, literally close a deal and you don't have the working capital, and the next thing you know, you go to the bank and they say, well, you know, we can't lend you any money. You've got the contract, but your credit history is so reckless that we don't feel that we can give you this. But on the other hand, look at it like this. You've been working on your credit. You've been working hard. You've been using Credit Karma every day you wake up. You look at your credit, 
and you're building, building, building. And then next thing you know, you get a credit score. You have 700, 750, 800. And then you've been building, building, building. And then a contract drops in your hand, in your lap, and you need working capital. You go to the bank and they say, wow, this person is responsible. And we want to help them build. We want to help them become We want to become part of their financial network because this person is building and we want in. Then next thing you know, the banks want to be your partner. You're building solid relationships. And and that's why I told you about relationships. Building your relationships is very important. So keep that in mind. We'll talk about that. We'll go deeper in that maybe on another one. You want to accept who you are with no apologies. You want to be strong in your belief system, centered around being humble and being strong. You want to be able to do that. You don't want to be a narcissist. You don't want to be like, take it or leave it. This is who I am. But if you know you're building and you really are being the best person that you can be, that you know how to be, and when you ask yourself at the end of the day, do I treat people the way I want to be treated and be honest about it, you don't have to make apologies for who you are. And so if you have to, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do this. I didn't mean to sit this way. I didn't mean to cough that way. I didn't mean to comb my hair that way. Then what does that say about you? What is that? You're constantly making apologies of who you are. And then you're giving this person all your power and you're losing your self-love. You know, this is the time for you to say, well, listen, these are basic. If you don't like the way I cough and you don't like the way I talk and you don't like the way that I eat and you don't like the way I do it, maybe you're just not the person for me. Maybe you're not. If you know that you're eating the way you should be eating or you're coughing the way you should be coughing or you're sitting the way you should be sitting and you're combing your hair the way you like your hair and you think that you you feel your hair looks nice and you've gotten compliments. This person says, I don't like your hair. I don't like the way. Well, why don't you like my hair? What's wrong with my hair? Well, I'm sorry you don't like my hair, but I like my hair like this. I've gotten compliments on this hairstyle. So thank you very much. Is that person telling me you don't like my hair because you're jealous of the way my hair looks? Or are you telling me you don't like my hair because something's really wrong with my hair? Okay? And that's the reason why you have to learn how to deal with people and not make apologies for who you are. Because if you make, keep making apologies, you'll be making apologies the rest of your life. And you'll be giving your power away to that person. And the more power you give to them, the stronger they become in criticizing who you are for them to be feeling powerful. And some of you may recognize what I'm talking about. And if you recognize that, it's time for you to walk away from that. Next thing is drop the baggage. Drop all the baggage before you cross the threshold. Don't pass go until you do that, period. Don't continue to carry around baggage. And every conversation you had is, man, he did, she did this to me. Or girl, he did this. Or man, she did this. People going to get tired. They don't want to hear it anymore. Drop the baggage. Don't dare go on a date and talk about your past relationship the whole date. You didn't even give the person room to discover who you are. And even even know if they ever want to see you again. And I can guarantee you, if you go on a date like that, they're going to want to Go to the clearest, the next closest door and get out of there. They're going to, and some people will tell you, I got to go to the bathroom. I'll be back. And they never come back to the table. Or some people might be really nice and endure this whole charade that you're on because it's a charade. If you go on a date and you do a person like that, you're wrong for that. So you shouldn't even be going on dates. Try to heal first. Leave the baggage at the door. Don't do it. 
one a very important thing that many people should understand when you're in business and you're successful. Self-love is part of understanding when you're totally stressed out and you're experiencing anxiety. You must find a way to relieve this. It will destroy your relationships. And not only that, but you too, your health, your relationship, and relationship with other people, not just the relationship at home. The relation, you don't want to do this. You don't want to have it where you're in the hospital and you didn't understand that health is your wealth. You don't want to, you don't want to build the diseases that could have been prevented because you're too stressed out. You got to learn to know when to walk away, to take a break, to refresh who you are, to refresh yourself, to refresh your body, to be able to energize your body, to put the necessary nutrients in your body, to put the things that you need in your body to stay healthy, to eat the foods. Instead of you saying, oh, I'm going to run and get a burger. I'm on the way to this meeting. I'll eat a burger. Well, eat a salad on the way to the meeting. You know, do some plant-based wellness. You know, do something water-based nutrients. Make sure you're putting in your body what your body needs. And don't just stuff food down. Take time to eat. Take time. Stop eating on the run. Take time for you. Make time for you. And do it in the best way. Do it in the best way. And it's okay to tell people no about things. Next thing you want to do is you want to balance your time. If you're working all the time, how can you give any relationship attention? Whether it's your children or trying to get into a relationship or being in a relationship that deserves to be nurtured. How can you even do this if you're working 24-7? It's impossible. And then be nice and then make time for the person and then make time for the relationships you cannot. So you need to have some balance. And it's okay to tell people, I'm sorry, I can't be your yes person in your head you're saying this. But to them, I'm sorry, I don't have a chance to do this. And if it's always happening at work, start doing, start taking a log. Well, on this day, they asked to do me do this at this time. On that day, they asked to do this, wrote it, write it down. On that day, they asked me to do this on this time. And then you turn around and you can say, I'd love to be able to do all these things. And I'm trying to prioritize them, but I don't think it's, uh, it's realistically possible for me to finish this in the timeline you've given me. I need you to look at this. Maybe we need to get some help because I want us to be able to, to meet our deadlines, but it's impossible. And I think that I'm, I should let you know that instead of saying yes, 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 and then you expect these tasks to be done and they're not done because it wasn't possible for me to do them. Let me show you this. How can we accomplish this? And that's being proactive instead of reactive or stomaching it all. And that's saying you're stressed and you have anxiety and you're working over, 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 over. And make this practice something that you would look at in terms of if you gave someone some tasks to do, in your success. Are you overloading them? Are you doing too much to another person? Are you passing on too much? Or are you getting the necessary help that you need for the physical health of your business? That's what you look at that too. That's something that's really important for you to look at. And, and it's a big factor in the next, the next thing, missing appointments, not completing tasks, which are work-related, and your commitment to your job is suffering because you're trying to pull it all in 
and you're not checking yourself, you're not checking it, you're not balancing out the things that need to be balanced out because you get too much on your plate. So start recognizing it's okay to say no, but it's a good way to say no. Don't just say no, no, don't do that. What you can do is what I just told you. Hey, on uh, Monday, you told me to do this. On Tuesday, you told me to do this. On Thursday, you told me to do this. It takes three days to do this, four days to do that. We can't complete on time, and I, I don't want it to be my problem that we didn't. Or if you're overloading someone, look at what you're giving people to do so they don't, you don't turn around and peep. Then next thing you know, people coming and going, you can't keep good people at work because you're not giving them a chance to want to stay at work. Because of what you want to do is you want to unload, 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 get the right amount of people that you need. And it goes back to those necessary relationships, those banking relationships, line of credit, seeing your business grow. And when people can see that your business is growing and you're doing all the right things, you have your accountant there, you have, you know what your, your balance sheets look like, you have everything in place, people are going to want to work with you because you're doing the necessary steps. You're taking the necessary steps to cultivate the necessary relationships for growth. And that, again, leads to self-love because then a lot of the stress and anxiety is taken away and you become more actionable in your steps of growing in your success. And that's what this call is. Not this call, but that's what this training is all about today. I'm feeling so good this morning about sharing all these things with you. My word. Now we move on to falling in love, that big old L word. (laughs) Most of the time when you fall in love, you don't even know it. You just know being with this person makes me feel good and you get butterflies all in your stomach. You have to, you have the skill set for self-love down. We just talked about it. Now you're ready to share yourself with another person that is deserving of you without sacrificing who you are. And without making apologies for who you are. They love you for who you are. The quirky things about you. The great things about you. (laughs) And you can actually be silly and stupid with this person. And it feels good. And you laugh together. We are. We. We. When I say we. That's everybody. We as human beings. We're always. We are always. Always going to be a work in progress. Because we're human beings. And we should not have to be apologetic about the process. And that's something I want you to take with you today. You don't have to be apologetic about the process of being a work in progress and bettering yourself in life. As long as you have balance and as long as you do it in a respectful way. Okay? So how do we know when our little silly selves have fallen in love? (laughs) You have a happy, nervous energy. You're much happier. You have pep in your step. You're super excited to see this new person, like counting down the time until you see him again. You're on the phone all hours of the night or when you do, when you're with them, whether you're on the phone or whether it's virtual with this doggone pandemic we're in or (laughs) whatever it is, the time just flies and it feels wonderful. And you look up and say, oh, my God, we've been talking on the phone and it was eight o'clock when we started talking. It's 11 o'clock. I need to get my butt to bed so I can get to work. Self-love, self-love, balance, balance, balance. There it is. You discover another thing is you discover new ways of doing things that are exciting 
And they're simple things, things that you would have never thought about doing, but it just feels good. Or you could have done it with another person and it just felt horrible. But now that you're doing it with this person, it just feels so wonderful and it feels good. And you don't even really, it's not about what you're doing. It's really about who you're doing it with. That's what it's about. Spending time and doing things with this person feels effortless. It feels easy. It feels real. There's no rehearsal, no planning, your time and energy together. It takes on a life of its own. It feels so good. I remember um, when my husband and myself, when we first started dating, we went fishing. (laughs) We started going fishing. And um, he went out and he bought a camper. And and it was a raggedy camper at that. So it was one of those pull behinds and, and, and he didn't care. He just, he just wanted us to have something to do. <laughs> and so we, we went camping and, um, I went and I, it was crazy. I went and stocked it with everything that I thought we needed. Blankets, pillows, you know, lights, cooking stuff. And I'm telling you, it was one of the most beautiful experiences um, that we had the campfire. Um, the camper was the inside camper. And it was beautiful. We cooked outside. We hung lights. We had our lawn chairs. Um, he made the campfire. We went to a campground. And to this very day, we're still camping. 15 years later, 16 years later, we are still camping. But it's much better now <laughs> than it was in the beginning. <laughs> it is. We have a much better uh, camper now. But the point is, is that it was effortless. It was effortless for us, and it was one of our defining moments of loving each other and loving ourselves together. And that's that effortless thing. That's what. That's when you get up and do things you never thought you'd do. And we're catching fish, and I was like, "Listen, I'm not gonna um, put this bait on the." on the hook, but you, you got to take the fish off. Cause, but I was happy to catch the fish. Now I graduated. I could take the fish off the hook. <laughs> I'm an all around girl. <laughs> so let's keep on going. Let's I'm, I'm loving this episode. I really do. I love it. And I love being with you in the episode. Okay. And so that's when it, it just, when things feel so good. And then another thing is when you got your mind on your baby and your baby on your mind. <laughs> and that feels good too because you know what you get you and then another thing that goes on you get a little bit territorial with them you get a little jealous which is natural but you don't get that green-eyed devil in there you know that's when you start if all this stuff is happening to you then you need to realize you are falling in love or you have already fallen in love but can keep continuing to practice self-love. Keep continuing to do that. I mean, this is so good today. I don't even want to break for a commercial. I'm not doing it today because I just feel good in what I'm saying to you. And I'm loving you. I'm giving you love. I woke up with love this morning. So I want to give you some love because it's all about love. Love makes the world go round. And until we discover that and continue to operate in a humanized way with people, towards people, even if we do have to be virtual because of the deck of cards we were dealt because of the pandemic let's do it in a way of love let's do it in the best way possible so i'm just keeping on moving i'm just loving this and um your chemistry the next thing is your chemistry is natural and you are an affection and giving towards them in a natural way it's not with force you just want to naturally be there for them and you want them to be there for you and you can open up and share things about yourself that you wouldn't want to share with somebody else and it's just natural. You just want them to know this about you. And you and they in turn want to, to share and open up with you. 
And that's beautiful because you're discovering each other. You're on a, a discovery path. You know, even though me and my husband have been together all these years, I look for new things in him all the time. And we're ever growing together. We, we grow. We learn. We're always growing and learning. And that's a beautiful thing. We, we take these long trips. These, and people will say, well, why don't you get on a plane? We don't want to get on a plane. We want to see the countryside. We don't want to get on no plane. We want to see everything. <laughs> so we want to spend this time talking. Just because we're a couple doesn't mean that we don't talk. You know, we want to continue to keep the conversation going. We don't want things to get old and get things to get stale. Or just reaching over and touching a person and saying, you know, I love you. You don't have to have a reason to tell the person you love them. Just tell them you love them because you know you love them. (laughs) What's wrong with that? Stop holding back. Stop holding back and holding yourself back and enjoying the things that you need to enjoy in life. That's self-love. It is. Okay, and one another thing is that you start to, when you know you're really in love, you start to develop feelings of protection. You are on the same page as they are in terms of goals and their wants. You sacrifice your time for them in a constructive way. You want them to be successful, and you want their goals to be attainable, and you want them to achieve them. You have found someone you can build with without even knowing it. You are naturally building in the building process without even planning. That's when you know you're in love, when you start the building process and you didn't even, you're not even trying to. It's natural. It's natural human instinct. When you care for someone, you protect them because you love them because you don't want them to feel pain. I know I don't want my husband to feel anything that he's not supposed to feel, doggone it, unless he catch me on a bad day and he's pissed me off and then I have to unleash and then in the next 15 minutes, we're, we're smiling at each other we're, because we know it's not worth walking around being mad all day. It's not worth the anger. Whatever it is you feel, say it, get it over with and keep it moving because it's not worth it. And you don't have to destroy someone because you're mad at them. You can be mad and love someone and you could talk about it later. Come back to the table and talk about it and be about it. Don't sit up here and just try to criticize a person and say, you this, you this. You Nobody want to hear all that. Just sit down and talk to talk like you have some sense. <laughs> it works every time. And with that being said, guess what's happening? You are becoming the best version of you without even knowing it. The, the person, if it's the right person, this person brings out in the, the best in you as a human being. And you are evolving as a person in love and in self-love. Because self-love in here is here. Self-love is here now. And it has led to love, long-lasting love And I'm just so glad that we could talk about that today. So what we want you to take away today is self-love. It's not simply the state of feeling good. It's a state of appreciation for oneself that grows from actions that support our physical and psychological and spiritual growth. Self-love is dynamic. It grows through action that matures us. When we act in a way that expands self-love in us, we begin to accept much better. Our weaknesses, as well as our strengths, have less need to explain away our shortcomings, have compassion for ourselves as human beings, struggling to find personal meaning, are more centered in our life, purpose, and values, and expected living fulfillment through our own efforts. And that's what we need. We need this as human beings. It's important for us to have it. Okay? 
So I just want to share some things with you today. Um, starting in the month of November, if you like what we're coaching on, we're releasing our e-learning system featured around life and health coaching. Two different systems. We have two different portals, one on life and one on health. You'll be able to access them. These portals will include recipes, research, exercise, and life and health coaching. You'll be amazed at the results one can achieve in life with determination, sheer will, and knowledge. We don't have it all, but if we can put all three of those together, we're better for it. So welcome to the Auspicious Wellness Life Coaching Portal and the Auspicious Wellness Health Coaching Portal. You'll be coaching by me, Deborah Smith-Torrance, and it'll be in different segments um, that you'll be coached on. And I think it's something that you'll really love, especially in this time of pandemic, for self-improvement, self-motivation, um, around fear, around stress, around nutrition, around eating, around personal development, around personal growth, around all of these things. They can be purchased together or separately. They'll be super affordable, super affordable. And there'll be modules, maybe 10 to 12 modules, or sometimes even more if it's real in debt, or be even more. And so it's all about personal development. It's all about us coming together and being better. And that's what it's about. So with that being said, I'm just so happy to have shared everything with you. This will be a great stocking stuffer for people. Also over the holidays, that's why we're starting it in November to help people to uh, eat healthy, to to be able to help people to lose um, unwanted weight that they may have gained over the holidays. I mean, it's going to be so much fun. And I'm going to really, really be putting my all into this and coaching you. And so I just got a whole bunch of great things lined up and I'm super excited about it. So if you like what you hear, how do you get to it? You're going to be able to get to it through our website as well as everything else on our website. You'll be able to get through it www.auspicowellness.com. Just like you are whatever platform you found us on, just type in WW Auspicious Wellness in the internet. It'll come up. And so in November, these portals will start to appear, and it's going to say the Auspicious Wellness uh, Health Coaching Portal. And then when you see that, you're going to be able to, there will be a drop-down menu. It'll be one or two. And so you'll automatically, if you want two, you'll automatically get a 15% discount if you buy them both together and not separately. Okay, so this, again, will be available to you starting November 2020. Just in time for the holidays. Just in time for the stocking stuffer. So without that, with all of those things being said, I've had a wonderful hour with you. And I'm excited that we spent this time together. And I want you to have a wonderful, wonderful cup of inspiration for the week. Sorry we missed you last week because we didn't record last week. But we recorded this week. And I'm so excited. We're going to see you next week. We've got some beautiful things lined up for you. I'm not going to tell you what they are. you got to tune in to find out what it's going to be. And with that being said, it's time for me to vacate this seat. And I want you to know that I love you. And I'll talk to you next week.